0: You're listening to High Shelf Gaming. High Shelf Gaming is a podcast where David and Rich discuss tabletop gaming. Everything from board games and role-playing games to gaming conventions. They provide reviews, strategies, tips, and house rules to enhance your gaming and convention-going experience. Dun, 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 dun.
1: Time for DM daddies, and I hope I don't
0: get us contact, contact, con, content striked. I've only had 15 Miller Lights today before I try and tell that story. Is that right? Content Um
1: Because of our dun to the duns? I was doing the
0: Rocky thing.
1: Yeah. I was doing the
0: dun to the dun 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 to the dun 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 um, you know, I don't know. We're talking about kids, right? You know, yeah, like, man. And here's the other. You know, I I don't know where we're gonna go, but you know, my kids are they are uh, 13 years apart. You know, oh. from the, the date of one being born, and I went from wanting having one co GM mm-hmm. to kicking that co GM off the island <laughs> and getting a new GM <laughs> to be my co GM uh-huh. and and then having another kid so there's like 13 (laughs) years between that and you know
1: we're really stretching this analogy i love it folks you're all following along right right okay good
0: (laughs) i don't know we'll see if they even get that but you know that by the way that second gm kicked me off the island so now i'm a solo dungeon master again (laughs) but my kids never fought dude they didn't fight 13 years bro it was almost at one point like i had two single player campaigns going on at the same time yeah and that makes sense along the line they did you know um you know one player character went off to uh you know uh bard school and that didn't work out and came back home and was was with me all the time with my daughter and yeah, I'm totally taking this in a different place. Um, totally moved back in, and then all of a sudden they had a relationship. Oh. it was, you know, one, one's starting school and one's in middle school or 13 years apart. Yeah, that'd be kind of middle school, and yeah, then yeah, one was yeah. getting back to college. And yeah. then there was like a two-year period where my bard, and by the way, no matter what Rob does, I I think he's
1: a bard. A thousand percent. I, the, sure. the charisma of Rob
0: has a job
1: to be a bard. Yeah. The charisma that man carries is is, yeah. is 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 unmistakable, is what I will and say. his
0: bardic war about our family is, is great. He has <laughs> such a great bardic war about our family, then, this story. <laughs> um, but but uh, the Rocky theme, and then thinking of kids, and yeah. 10, 13 years apart, not fighting. Dude. David, that is not the situation with your player no, characters. No,
1: my player characters are one in four. They're only three years apart, and they have conflict For all sure. the time. Now, here's the deal. <laughs> here's the I deal
0: wondering if you to say they are fighting at all here's the and deal. you're like
1: no bro all the time yeah. here's the thing here's the thing now one is a level one barbarian he bites okay now the other one's a level four ranger he's got skills okay now the ranger knows to not hit the barbarian right he knows not to do anything stupid like that but mm-hmm. the ranger will 100 take any toy the barbarian is holding and the barbarian is like i hate this i hate everything about this i will scream rage rage put i'm a little one-year-old barbarian i've got nothing to do but rage in my my inability to change the world around me right um so
0: oh, they do definitely have comfort set. This pack. i don't know where this dm daddy hi daddy
1: segment is gonna fit
0: but we have definitely set the fact that you got some raging going on over
1: there yes yes percent. um but yeah i don't know man it's one of those deals where like they, they have conflict, but it is isolated to toys, right? And oh. generally, speaking, generally speaking, they are very affectionate to each other over all kinds of stuff. Very affectionate to each other. The only time they get into conflict is when the ranger thinks that the barbarian's toy is cooler than whatever he's got, whatever the ranger's got in his hand right now and and so that is what we have to work on is like hey you can't just take other people's like equipment cuz then you're less of a ranger and more of a rogue right you don't want to be a rogue but he's kind oh, of a rogue yeah. right now he's kind of a rogue and the deal is that you know rogues get one over on the barbarians until they turn four and then those barbarians yeah. get that uncanny dodge and rogues got nothing after that <laughs> can't be surprised can't be surprised anymore cuz my barbarian's been growing up the rogue this whole time and uh is is is, I mean, like, here's the other thing: my barbarian is like growing up bigger faster than my my ranger rogue multi class kid. So, like, yeah. I do think there might be a day when my one year old is bigger than my four year old, and then, like, whoa, whoa. there might, it whoa. might happen. It might happen. We'll see.
0: I I have a feeling you're you're smelling that properly because it is weird. The yin and the yang that happens with two kids, um, yeah. whether they're 13 years apart or whether they're three years apart, one has this and the other has the opposite. And one has yeah. this, maybe that's because we're so attuned to seeing opposites or sure. we're, you know, we're, we're so attuned to the fact of, oh, let me roll up these six scores and how they lay out, how they lay out. And you're, right. you're looking at the differences between the, the scores on the sheet. Yeah. And so it's easier to see. I don't know. Maybe that's why maybe I just thought about that, that maybe I always used to think it was yin and yang, but it's, it's we look we're used to seeing those separate things on the score sheet. Right. So, and I,
1: you yeah. know, the other piece that I can't, I can't really suss out with the future holds is these two player characters are growing up in near proximity to each other in age and everything. And so they're naturally going to compete for all kinds of stuff. Right. Oh yeah. So what is that? Like they're gonna they're gonna become very different PCs than I ever could because I was a solo kid I was a I was a single kid right an only child I should say an only child right that sounds so lonely when people say only child um, but either way I was an only kid and um, you were a choose your own adventure child I was a choose my own fucking adventure that's right that's right. Worlds my oyster. I can whatever I want because there's nobody holding me back. Um, David so we'll was see. a tunnels and trolls kid growing up. That's all I can yeah. say.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yeah, no one remembers. No one remembers those choose your own adventure books from tunnels and trolls. I just they're all like, what are you People talking do. about? But go on. I'm sorry. David, go on. Yeah.
1: On, no. No, no. So I think that is the conflict. Exactly. I think there is conflict, and it's around toys and and party items. You know, and we'll see. We'll see where the conflict goes from here.
0: And dude, it's like you got your own little R.A. Salvatore novel going on there. You I know, do. remember there was the I Barbarian do. and the Wizard? I mean, it's, it's you got your own little R.A. Salvatore moment there. But I what's do. really great is Barbarian one day will squish somebody that's messing with his, his Ranger. And that, that's pretty oh, awesome yeah. too. That he'll he'll protect. Oh, yeah, his dude. Body they,
1: but they they have so much love for each other. It's it's wild to watch. It's so cool. Dude, it's so cool.
0: I think this is a DM Daddy approved moment. Even DM though there's Daddy. some conflict, it sounds like
1: it's great conflict. It's good. It'll be good. It'll be good. They're learning so much from each other. All right, folks, we're going to get back to it.
0: DM Daddy approved. Kaboom.
1: Hey, everybody. This is High Shelf Gaming, part of High Shelf Collective. And as always, I am joined by the fluorescent rich.
0: Oh, my God, dude. How did you know? I, you know, they based Twilight on me. (laughs) <laughs> because when i'm out in the sun i sparkle i'm you, fluorescent i i am a fighter monkey jumping guy from tree to tree and i can knock buses over and protect with your, with people your fluorescence. And, oh by the way is it that really weird in twilight that he's like with a high school chick but he's like 182 years old
1: it is a little creepy you, you know, know it, makes, it makes me think that like every movie that has like a vampire mortal relationship. It is, like, deeply entrenched in, like, power dynamic problems.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just thought about that because I was about to be like, I'm protecting high school girls from cars. And I was like,
1: oh, but dude, wait,
0: that's how you end up on Ketchup Predator. Ketchup Predator. He's, you know, that's how <laughs> I mean, he's exactly. literally a Predator.
1: He's literally That's a literally vampire. how
0: that starts is you think, oh, I'm going to protect a high school chick. And then next thing you know, you're on day. I think line, we should steal
1: clear of this conversation because we yeah. we are
0: <laughs> no, I think really we're not steering bad. We're steering
1: in the sense yeah. that
0: yeah, that's weird, bro.
1: So okay. okay
0: should not be seen in life, and that fits into the category of shit that we shouldn't be seen.
1: Truth. Now, other shit that we should not see over the weekend I watched Chasing Coral, the documentary on Netflix about Coral Reese. Oh, like, I haven't seen this. The global bleaching events that they're going through. No. Yeah. Yo, dude, that is powerful. Okay, it okay, is hold on. good. Is a I'm good movie. Is a hold good on. movie. Get yourself me, a box of tissues. Because when Wait, they is do, is this their... like
0: watching the one about orcas? Is when this they, the one, like they... watching the one about the black whales or dude, whatever?
1: Yeah, man. Like when you when they do the reveal, when they do the reveal, it's like whew, I got all I got all messed up, man. What's like, the name of it again? Chasing Coral. Chasing um, Coral. You yeah. know, I saw
0: one about like. How man, I, 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 I can't wait really to go Japan and hang out in Japan. But like they hunt dolphins and shit, and there's one about them hunting dolphins, and I'm like, oh, yeah, know.
1: that Look, was a little too much for me. Yeah, I get you, I get you. That would be a little too much for me too. All right, back on back on fun stuff, folks. Okay, A little serious lane, but we're getting to we're getting to the goods because today we are talking about Pax Unplugged, which is for those who have are not initiated packs penny arcade expo okay came from the good folks who make a fantastic web comic <laughs> penny arcade <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry. i was, I was like where do I, do I go in the sentence uh, I, know, yeah. I was
0: trying to explain this to the girlfriend about what packs unplugged is and what right. PAX south was because we right. went and did PAX south we did and i tried to explain it as they have this web comic and they built up a group of um people you know, I'm not gonna say followers, but they they built up a a, a clan, not a cult. They built up a group. It's a tribe. It a, tribe. a tribe. I like yeah. that. A tribe. Yeah, it's a tribe. <laughs> and the tribe demanded time altogether, and yep. they said, "Well, we're gonna do PAX." And hmm. now, not only did they is PAX Unplugged the original?
1: No, 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 no. PAX West. So over in Seattle area, that's the original. That's the okay. original PAX because that's where so, they're from. Right, is that is
0: that the biggest one or is PAX Unplugged? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. PAX West is by far the biggest. Okay, and then, just curious, just curious. Yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah. And then, um, East is for is the same video gaming centric convention just in the East. It's also very big. Um, and then PAX Unplugged is their like tabletop specific convention. There's oh! tabletop gaming at all of them. All of them have tabletop yeah. gaming, but like you know they got started talking about video games. So oh, that's yeah. their gig is the video oh, games. Yeah.
0: You know, with um, Zorn. Um, high shelf uh, gaming was very integral in running the uh, RPG area yeah. and I went down and ran quite a few basic uh, D&D or first E basic edition games and um, yeah we had a nice little area I think we have a podcast about that somewhere we do um, and we had a nice little area and we ran events and everything was great but when I left our area it was truly 90% video games right? 10% tabletop games Yeah, no RPGs Oh, it was yeah. yeah, there there was someone selling this board game, there was someone selling that board game, um, but it was not like Gen Con.
1: Right. It yeah, was so,
0: like gaming con with some things on the side of it.
1: Yeah, and we've talked about PAX Unplugged before. Remember we had Riley and they came on to ask us questions about oh, yeah. the Gen Con versus PAX vibe because they had been to many paxes but they had not been to any gen cons and we were like doing the comparison so folks who want who are like well versed in gen con you might want to go back and listen to the pax unplugged v gen con um i think i was episode. kind of
0: way too drunk for that one i don't see that was a that was still a good
1: it's still still great content still well everybody go listen and
0: tell me if i was way really drunk i don't know
1: there it is. and then but yeah so since then i did pax i've done it twice i've done pax unplugged twice now um, and I'm looking to do it again in December. I'm really I'm really oh, pumped. Oh, oh, oh not only are you looking to do it again, oh yes,
0: I'm looking to show up yes. for my first burging time.
1: Yes. I'm gonna pump and, oh, my PAX Unplugged a, shirt. Bunch, a bunch of shelfies are gonna be at PAX oh, Unplugged yeah. this year. We're gonna run some games for our <sighs> towel. We're gonna do a bunch of cool stuff. Um, I'm really I'm really excited to have everybody in uh, in my neck of the woods because now I get to take you all to like great restaurants. Uh-huh. And like show you the scene, and there's so much cool stuff to do. Can we see that crazy a-
0: room that's under your house? That's like buried under the house, but has like water and light to it. Should I bring this up online?
1: <laughs> should <is this laughs> somebody, should we uh, up? I'm gonna say some of y'all will get to see the crawl space, <gasps> and some of you will not.
0: <laughs> can we stay in the crawl space? Fuck you! You can totally
1: stay. I in the want to stay space. in the
0: crawl space. You could just it hope it doesn't rain.
1: I think that rain gets down in there, so you probably don't want to be in there in the rain. Uh,
0: I can put a cot in, it'll put me I a couple
1: inches. You'd be like pressed it's against a, the voice is, is, is
0: great for your
1: skin. It's a crawl crawl space. Like okay. like hands and knees crawling, not like oh, I'm just ducking because the ceiling is five feet instead of
0: well, when you and, told me about it, I totally had breaking bad vibes. Yeah. Like oh, remember yeah, when bad. they like built that thing under the laundry net. And yep. you're like making meth up. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you got a meth factory out of your house. It was, but yeah, it was, it was
1: a weed factory at some point, I'm sure. You but it is so? no longer a weed factory.
0: Because
1: yeah. weed here is pretty easy to get if you have... A, you don't need to grow it yourself. Yeah, You, you just, just got to pay a, pay a guy who calls himself a doctor $300 for a card. And, okay. And have all the weed you want.
0: <laughs> so let's start with that. I right. None of my family listens. No one listens. My mom, parents, sister, brothers, none of them listen. Uh, um Siblings children um what's the weed situation yeah
1: Yeah, so philadelphia does a medical marijuana situation so you have to go to a doctor and get a card and then from there you can go to a dispensary
0: so i just can't show up and go to a dispensary
1: correct you have to have a doctor's appointment and um, you can do it online oh really yeah so i
0: can like totally like prep that i have glaucoma yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) well i mean maybe not glaucoma like headaches or whatever oh back pain there you go back
0: i seriously live with that thing. so and it really helps so do they have edibles in the
1: dispensary or is it only flour uh i think they do edibles and like tinctures and all that kind of stuff Okay, i think they Just do those here. things um i've not actually been in a philadelphia dispensary which is
0: <laughs> maybe yes no no i'm not calling <laughs> david out in this situation yeah. i'm asking for david's advice for right. me
1: Right in this situation. Right, yeah, that is my understanding. Is that you can get the the things that you would expect to find at a dispensary. You can you can get them there.
0: Because I just left Vegas,
1: and, I and went Vegas to is like whatevs. <laughs>
0: yeah, I went to Planet Thirteen, which is the largest dispensary in the world, and I was literally like, "Oh my god, oh yeah, my
1: god!" You, you will not it have was amazing. You will. It, it is not like that. It is. Yeah. It is like you have seen in other states that very very like angrily support
0: <laughs> yeah two dudes with a baseball bat and a door that doesn't unlock until you come in the front door and the other door closes and then you're allowed to come in because it's all cash business blah 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 but yes important. that man that makes sense okay so those traveling to packs think about that think about it think about it ahead of time talk to your doctor
1: also the um the drinking situation here is pretty good mm-hmm. um there's a lot of bars that do like outdoor seating and all that kind of stuff i think they do eventually have like a line they have like a Little dotted line, like don't cross here with your alcoholic beverage, yeah. but um. So not yeah. New Orleans. Yeah, it's it, you can't walk around with your beer, but there's a uh, plenty of places that do like patio seating or outdoor seating. Um, now in the winter, you probably don't want to be outdoors too. Much.
0: That's well, we'll be there in December. Which
1: right? Is yeah, kind of yeah, later. yeah. But but even the like patio areas that they do, a lot of them have like the the heating lamps. Oh yeah. And they're yeah. basically enclosed. They're just yeah. not like. Indoors officially, so okay. yeah, there's a pretty good b- bar scene down by the convention center. Any microbrew scene going on, or is it just thousand of... percent, dude? Oh. Actually, down the street from me, down the street from me is a brew your own bill, be- brew your own beer, um, like store where you get all the stuff. There's a ton of brewing that happens here in Philadelphia.
0: How about that?
1: Yeah, um, uh, the thing about Philadelphia that's a little strange is long ago there were some like. I don't know, there's a mayor of Philadelphia that didn't like alcohol. And so um, there are effectively... Probably
0: didn't like women either. Probably voted I mean, against yeah, them. he they're probably wasn't a great
1: person in, in general. Yeah. Anyways, the laws that he put in place effectively gave a monopoly to a handful of stores. Oh. So the liquor and beer selling is only done by a few vendors. And now those vendors are, of course, um, paying into a system to maintain their monopoly. So, yeah. um, though the populace has changed its views, um, there is money to be made by having a monopoly. So yes. when you go to find this alcohol outside of a, like outside of a microbrewery, so if you want to go to the grocery store and get some alcohol or whatever, it is a little difficult because there are only Ooh. a few places that Ooh,
0: you have package shops, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And that's different. Weird for me. That's really weird for me. Yeah. Um, so you know, you even go- though I have family from up North, I just go to, you know, Kroger and get everything yeah. but hard alcohol. And then yep. I go to the liquor store and get the hard alcohol, and it's not a package shop. And it's not run by the government. Right. Um, I think in PA, they're all run by the government, right?
1: Um, I don't think oh, so. the liquor stores. The liquor stores might be, yeah. But the um, the beer, like there's a couple of places you can go in and like they'll have a bunch of coolers. And you can like, you know, mix six mm-hmm. or whatever that you like um, mm-hmm. and walk out with six closed beers. Um, That kind of thing is is totally doable. Um, But the grocery stores that sell beer, they have a special beer line. So you're going to go get your wine and your beer, go to that line, Hmm. buy it, and then you can go and do the rest of your grocery shopping.
0: So we're going to the Pennsylvania Convention Center in Philadelphia. Yes. What is the situation around that? For foods and drinks. Because now that we're talking about getting some microbrews, I'm thinking about, well, dude, I'm at the convention center. I'm not driving around fucking
1: PA. Look, okay, the PA convention center is so perfectly placed for food and and bars. But the food situation around PA convention center is amazing. Okay. First of all, the convention center is like several city blocks. And PAX is going to take most of them. OK, wow. I think they are going to fill the whole convention center this year. They didn't last time, um, but they're getting really close. They're getting really close to being ready to take up the whole thing. Um, so most of your choice food options are going to be on the um, kind of eastern end of the convention center. Um, there is um,
0: Street, Arch Street, Cherry yep. Street. I'm kind of yep. looking at the map, yep.
1: right? Yeah, yep, exactly. So uh, so Race Street. OK, Race Street is Chinatown. So oh, you're going to get oh, so oh, much oh, delicious like Asian oh, cuisine. Like I may not leave. I no, may go yeah. there every day, Ray bro. Ray is amazing. And there's some cool clubs, and there's some karaoke, and there's just a lot of oh, really good restaurants right along Ray Street. And it's full of people. It's full Take of people. Right? Me yeah. <laughs> Take me on.
0: Take on me. The,
1: okay, so you've got that. You've got Ray Street. And then... Um, down on Arch Street is a place called Reading Terminal. Now, Reading Terminal, Reading Terminal Market is effectively attached to the mass transit—the like the the L and the subway system—they all run into the Ray Street or near the Ray Street because there's a bunch of like mass transit terminals yeah. right there. But the Reading Terminal Market is like it's like this. Um, Gosh, there's like there's a couple of these in like Japan and Shanghai and uh, like a couple other like Asian market areas, but it's like a closed stall market. So like oh my God. there are there are like 40 stalls with different vendors. Some of them are restaurants, some of them are like groceries, some of them It's like, like an there's...
0: origins. You go yes. across the street into this closed building. Yes. And you can get a pierogi, yes. you can get Italian food, you can yes. get Chinese food, you yes. can get like donuts, cookies, everything is, coffee. is um uh craft. Yeah. So it's not like you're walking up to Chipotle. No, you're walking up to um, and Sons, yes. and you're buying pierogies from like yes. a forty-year-old pierogi vendor.
1: Yeah, and he's like a third-generation vendor because yeah. nobody's gonna give up that stall. That's Those right. stalls are multi-generation. That's what it's like. Yeah, yeah, dude. Reading Terminal is amazing. It's amazing. Um, there is a there's a place that sells like this. Um, this. There are tons of cheesesteaks, tons of mm. cheesesteaks in there. Now, look, like look do not go to Geno's or any no. of the other, like, don't go to the touristy freaking cheesesteak joints. Just like, go to any pizza joint and get a cheesesteak there. And that's going to be way better than Geno's or whatever the other tourist traps are. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah.
0: That's not a good That's a good tidbit, man. Yeah. Because right I probably there, would right have there. looked out Geno's to yeah. begin with. But nah. now you're like, no, bro. Yeah. Go like, someplace if you Google, if you Google, and like, get it
1: yeah exactly if you google where to get a cheesesteak in fairly you're gonna find the three the top three tourist traps they're all crap now all of okay. them because they they've made they've made it they don't yeah. have to try anymore yeah right but if you go to like apollo's pizza and you get a thing from like the guy who founded apollo's pizza it's gonna be a way better cheesesteak because like he wants to prove something. Go I'd rather a go to the place airport. that's
0: going to charge me an extra couple bucks and use better meat, no. better cheese, better bread. He's not going to charge Gino you an extra couple of bucks. Is, oh, really? I was going to say is gonna Gino's is art- just doing the cheapest thing they can Dude, to push yeah. it out the window.
1: Gino's is going to charge you an arm and a leg for, for not great <laughs> cheese <steak. laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. so, yeah. So, yeah. Just go to any other place besides those places. Hot and, tip. Hot tip, listener. Yeah, You're a listener. Precious. Hot tip. Just go to freaking Wawa. I don't care. Go to the convenience store. Oh my store god, get, Wawa. 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 Wawa
0: is, is gonna. And for those that don't know, Wawa is Seven Eleven, or, or QT, 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 or Racetrack. Yeah. Wawa is the Pennsylvania version of a gas station.
1: Totally, totally. And there's yeah. a bunch of convenience stores. Uh, Wawa convenience stores around. They have an app you can like pre-order your coffee walk in and you know grab it that kind of thing by the way wawa
0: often makes reddit public freak out with shootouts just fyi i just mean, letting you know
1: look, it look, happens okay i'm just saying that some of the wawas are in bad neighborhoods but a lot of them are in great neighborhoods okay. so not every wawa has a shootout okay? okay okay i'm just saying i'm just saying um but yeah so Reading terminal awesome food in Reading. um Race street awesome food there um if you end up down on Market Street, there's some like kind of higher-end shops. There's the, there's the fashion district on Market. Stop. It's like an indoor mall. Stop. Um,
0: I need t-shirts that say I'm a geek and then I love firefly I like Dungeons and Dragons. I do not need the fashion. Yeah, district.
1: you buy those at Pax. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be available for you at Pax. They're not going to be available at the uh, Fashion District. Um, but there's a bunch of cool stuff and then if you like history, the Philadelphia City Hall is right there next to the Convention Center too. It's this what? gorgeous building. It is a history. it is a it is a square with a co- with a courtyard. So like the whole City Hall is actually in these like buildings that are arrayed around. Oh wow. A courtyard. So you can walk through, quote unquote, through City Hall, be outside the entire time. Beautiful architecture, beautiful area, a lot of history there.
0: Oh, I geo-guessed into this area one time. Oh. So I've done that. Okay. Where are the Rocky Steps?
1: okay so the rocky steps uh, they're not super close to the convention center um okay. yeah yeah the rocky okay. steps are down um there's a uh, franklin avenue which is this if you're looking at the map coming from city hall if you go like northeast a little bit there's this mm-hmm. huge diagonal road it's like mm-hmm. super thick it gets like bigger and bigger all That's the rich. main um museums like the franklin institute the barnes foundation and the philadelphia museum of art are all along that main philadelphia uh sorry uh franklin franklin road uh franklin parkway the rocky steps are the philadelphia museum of art which is at the end effectively of the benjamin franklin parkway um there's a huge fountain in front of the uh, in front of the parkway or sorry i've
0: geo-guessed the there also yeah. now, that's why i wondered how close they were I've there's, there's, both a locations. S-
1: there's a statue of sylvester stallone as rocky Which, at the base of the steps around the corner a little bit under some trees okay so the statue that used to be at the top of the steps has been moved down into the tree area um, but if you go to the Philadelphia Museum of Art, you're going to see multiple workout groups at the base or at the top of the rocky steps doing various workouts because it is like it is a big part of the local exercise scene. Dude, is you got go to go run those steps? I might go run steps.
0: I may need to make that trip, and it sounds like I should Uber to there. Is that right? It sounds like I should walk.
1: Uber to the museum.
0: Uber to the Rocky Statue because I'm going to go see the Rocky Statue.
1: No, what are you talking? No, do not Uber from the freaking convention center. I'm you not. go get your gray sweats on and your red bandana no, and you man. run, you jog with the guy on the bike behind you. Chase.
0: I ain't got no chickens to chase down around downtown.
1: No. No, you do not no. Uber to the steps. You have got to you can't you dude, have to I'm be ready when like you show 15 up miles, it's like 15 miles away. 15 dude, no, this is like this is I'm, like 15 steps. You got looking at this,
0: I might die on my
1: way there. By the way,
0: <laughs> speaking of interesting things, where is Kensington
1: Avenue? Okay, well, all right, stop.
0: We're not going there, but I want to know how close Kensington is. What are you I'm 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 talking to Rich. We're doing a podcast episode?
1: Hello. We're going to cut this part, folks.
0: Yeah, we we can cut this part. Hello, Kelly. I'm sorry, love. I didn't know you were podcasting tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> are you okay? I would rather
1: come gone. out of here and, like, yell
0: at you for yelling at our kid. Oh, no. What? <laughs> what are you
1: doing? <laughs> what are you doing yelling at our child?
0: Yeah, I was about to have you holding your
1: no, no, just yelling that Rich. Okay, all right. did so that make me a twentieth level Druid because I almost turned into a mamba
0: bear?
1: You did almost mamba bear the shit out of me. <laughs> I almost got mauled on podcast.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: All right, Kensington.
0: Kensington haven't you, Dave? So right. I'm searching a little bit about Philly, oh, and I did it on the YouTube's, yeah. and that's always a bad thing to
1: do. Yeah, bro.
0: never search a YouTube.
1: And Look, I found okay. out
0: Kensington. I don't know where that's at in relationship that we are, but yep. it's not really a street I want to hang out on. Is Kensington.
1: what I can tell. All right. So Kensington is a whole area. All right. Now, folks, when you're this is maybe a housing thing. Okay. If you're looking for housing to like stay in and, and around Ooh. Philadelphia, trying to should, do an Airbnb, Airbnb, all that kind of stuff. Look, you want to, if you can, be in like Center City what they call it. they don't call it downtown right they call okay. it center city um and you want to be like i don't know uh maybe out in like east falls or um out in like kind of west uh kind of west philly those are good areas to be um the germantown
0: is the french quarter a good
1: place to be uh french quarter is an okay place or to be Lama. um germantown is a little can be a little dodgy in some areas Ooh, uh just moisture. to say it and and um, Kensington is just a hard pass, folks. Just, just don't go to the Kensington area. Um, so, like to talk about that real quick. Uh, sadly, Philadelphia is uh, is undergoing a massive opioid crisis, like many cities are. But Kensington is especially bad because in Kensington, it is possible to buy any oh, opioid you like dude, on it an was open air open
0: market. Air market.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was open
0: air market. it was yeah. open air market. Open air shooting. It's to bad. where not like shooting guns, but shooting drugs. Yeah, um, from the videos I saw, I was like, "Holy shit!" Now, how far is that away from where we'll be?
1: It's pretty far. Um, so it I is. I can't
0: stumble into Kensington. No, you're, you're not going to
1: stumble into it. Okay, it's good. Um, if you're looking at the map, um, Kensington is like uh, there's like a there's like an old city area. It's kind of like north. It's like north of Race Street. Um, uh, uh yeah. Anyways. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Kensington is where you're going to see a lot of that stuff, and obviously folks don't go there, right? Just just avoid it. Dude, um, the videos I watch, just like but, regular but, people
0: walking around in the middle of okay. the day, like business I do, people. I do and want it, to... It's like, what are you doing down there?
1: I do want to... That's not the only place where you're going to see some stuff, okay? <gasps> I found um,
0: Kensington, by the way. Okay. I was looking at the map. It's way away. It's yeah. way away from where we are. Yeah, it's way,
1: it's way super far away. Um, but folks... On Market Street is a like a help place for folks with uh, with substance abuse problems. So, like in and around the Market Street, which is just south of the Convention Center, you will one hundred percent see homeless folk. And most of those folk are fine, but a couple of them they might look like they're nodding off or like falling asleep. Yeah. Um. And just just move just move past. If they ask for a change you know, feel free to give if you like. Right. But some folks are like high or coming down from their high um, or they're like deep in the deep in the well or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so you are, it is possible folks for you to see some of that around the Philly area. Um, those of us who live here, some of us are trained in like delivering Narcan, which oh, immediately wow. takes them out of the high and, yeah. and save their life if they're dying. And, um, so, like, don't feel like you have to like carry Narcan and be like Narcan trained, but like it is a thing in this area, and just so you're all aware, like, generally speak, generally speaking, folks are harmless, right? They're doing their thing; just leave them alone, and you know, like, just, just, just be all right. Um, and yeah, let's
0: let's look at the- other conventions, GenCon. Definitely a homeless population around Indianapolis sure. Convention Center. Sure. I it sounds like it's very much the same way. Whereas when I went to Pac South, not so much. We're all right. on the wall, yeah. right? you know, I would say Not would say, so much.
1: I would say that Center City has probably more than Indianapolis does. Then we saw but, a Gen Con. Yeah, then you see a Gen Con, but it will be the winter. So there will be like less, right? Because when it's oh, super yeah. cold, a lot of a lot of folks will migrate. As, as yeah, well as they can, just, right? uh, the, yeah, they'll go to warmer climates. But the city does do a lot of homeless outreach. Like you might see some folks in orange vests, and they are like homeless outreach folk. Oh wow! Going out to like folks they know and making sure they're okay, and they've got like you know medicine that they need. They've got like yeah. whatever accommodation. I they know they Lady need.
0: Gillespie during the COVID time was definitely very helpful in that population. So totally. Yep.
1: Yep. To her. yep yep absolutely. So there's a bunch of there's a bunch of like services around now. We're we're gonna be in the convention center and around the convention center. All of that is super highly populated. Um, you know, you're not gonna be in like a difficult situation at all. It's all Excellent. really good around there. But yeah, just so I had you to know, bring it up because
0: I I yeah. started looking up Philly. I ran into Kensington Avenue, and I was just like, "What the hell is yeah. going on there?" Yeah, um, it yeah. definitely is. It reminds me of L.A. with some of. Um, their streets, you know sure. what I mean. Sure. Um, yep. You know, I, a software underbelly is a, a guy I watch that does a lot of interviews in that area, um, and it's just a crisis. It is the crisis. It is the crisis.
1: Yeah, yep, yep. So, thanks, thanks Sackler well, family. You guys are awesome. And, and
0: nothing, yeah, and nothing, and nothing bad on all family. that. But I'm, but family. I'm glad I'm not having to walk in and out of it. You know, right. as we do this um, with Pax Unplugged, we're actually in a really nice lawyer area. So no. good to check on.
1: I will say, if you get an Airbnb outside of the city, like oh, let's yeah. out in like, the East Falls, West Philly area, or what have you, and you're like, oh, is mass transit going to be good enough? Or do I need to oh. go? Mass transit in Philly is really good. That's a very good observation. It's really good. You go and get a SEPTA card. You can go get it at any train station. Yeah. Buy yourself a SEPTA card, put some money on it, and you'll be able to take any of the trains. It used to be that some of the trains were not on the SEPTA card, but they all are now. you load 20 bucks or whatever it is. Um, And you can take the trains everywhere. Um, You can, you can take a train from the airport. You land, you never need to get an Uber. You never need a rental car. You can just land at the airport, go to the train station, buy a septic card, get on the train, go into, you know, 30th street station market, you know, uh, Franklin station, wherever it is you're trying to go. And you'll be able to take the train everywhere. Um, Everywhere that matters.
0: And by the way, off the PAX Unplugged website, one of the things they do have is under transportation, the public transportation, they they have a more info that takes you to all of the ideas. Right. And SEPTA is definitely listed right there. Yep. So that might actually be what I do, to get yeah, from totally. the airport right to downtown.
1: Totally. Yeah. So there's, uh, there's a couple of different um, train, trolley type systems, mm-hmm. right? Um, I would say, like, the subway is great. The regional rail is great. The bus system is pretty good too. Like they even like you, Google Maps tracks the location of all the buses and all the trains. So if you're like, oh, oh I wow. got to get to the convention by mass transit, it'll tell you, go to this bus stop, and your bus will be there in three minutes, and it'll be accurate. So they're like really well hooked into Google Maps. Um, I might avoid some of the trolley options. The trolley can go into some dodgy neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, so just as you're looking at like, oh, it's right off the trolley maybe go check that, that Airbnb, right. Go check that hotel to see if it's in a, if it's an okay neighborhood. Um, Cause some of the trolley lines do go into uh, not great places. Um, but generally speaking, like the, yeah, the the subway and the regional rail is all great. Regional rail is a little bit more expensive than subway. So like if you're super price conscious, try to stick to subway, uh, subway specific places, yeah. the whole SEPTA website will help you out there um they're really good at getting a lot of information just the the septa group does a pretty good job of of serving of serving philadelphia
0: dude let's talk about events because i'm going to go with the idea that when i first started hearing about this i said oh i'm going to go sign up as a um dungeon master and i want to run an event and you were like oh bro rich you can't yeah. just run your own events. Yeah. So what's going on with going to events, tabletop, RPG, gaming? What's that mm-hmm. What's that feel like at PAX Unplugged? So
1: PAX is a little different. They're a little different. Um, you got to kind of email them and work out a deal. Um, so like Gen Con and Origins and all these, um, you know, Big Bad Con, yeah. Um, you can go online and register and say hey I want to do an event and here's when I want my event to happen and they'll find you a space right PAX does not have that setup they don't say hey we have a random GM and they're going to run a game and here's you know they're going to their game's going to cost 2. dollars First off all the events at PAX are free. So oh that's nice. Great. When you show up you just take your badge everywhere you need to go and all everything is paid for by the badge which is really great really great there are a lot of lines right so yeah there's lines at PAX where there aren't lines at other conventions, but folks are generally pretty dope. Cause it's like, ah, eh, I'm going to hang out in this line and then I'm going to get to go do the thing. And then I'm, I'm all good. Um, so there's that flip side of it is like events are free, which is really nice. Um, but if you wanted to run an event, you have to kind of do what we are doing, which is get hooked in with a manufacturer of, you know, a game developer who is running events and they need GMs for their games. Um, and so like we are working with our Talsorian to run a bunch of their games this year, which is going to be super fun. We're really looking forward to that. Um, but other Do folks, I get
0: to run Witcher?
1: Yeah, you get to run Witcher.
0: Oh yeah. Baby. Yeah, baby, you get to run Witcher. I um, need a super mega Witcher ruthless uh, module. Just yes,
1: that. yes, absolutely. So, um I think like the same is true for like panel discussions. I think all the panel discussions are people email packs organizers and say I want to do a panel on diversity and inclusion or on how to be a great GM or how to design a board game or whatever, and they kind of sift through all the things that people want to do and they find like the top thirty or mm-hmm. however many panel discussions they're going to host. Um and you know they try and fill those rooms, they try and get panels that they know right. are gonna engage the audience um and fill their their uh their panel discussion rooms. And they have a lot, they have like I want to say they had four the first year I was there, um, and they ran those things all the time, you know. And then so, they have a huge ballroom. The really, really big ballroom is for Gabe and um uh Jerry.
0: Oh, is that where we're gonna be presenting?
1: Yeah, we're going to be in the big ballroom big doing ball HSC stuff. Doing no, no, doing no, a, no. Uh, conversation just,
0: with everyone about how to be a successful just, podcasting.
1: Ty- Tycho, yeah. Tycho yeah. and Gabe, they run their big like D&D game in the huge yeah. ballroom. They do their like Pax uh like meet and greet where they like let the audience come and talk to them and ask questions mm-hmm. and like those. those that's a really fun thing. Like if you're not super into the Pax community, going to the big ballroom when they're doing like the like Gabe and Tycho show can really get you into like the culture of Pax cuz it's pretty unique. It's a pretty cool like gaming culture and that that event is really great to just see like all the Pax nerds together. Um but you don't have to be like part of the Pax scene to enjoy Pax. But those Oh no,
0: I'm going to join the cult, bro. I'm going to go in the big room and I'm going to put on my robe and I'm going to join the cult. Um, one thing that came up when I was in PAC South and, you know, we ran events and we were talking to people and I'm visiting and I'm walking around the hall. There is some kind of crazy, like, um, all weekend games that happen, mm. And I don't know exactly what these guys were trying to tell me, but what it sounded like is you're going to show up and there's going to be a game called Monopoly. And you're gonna to get to play Monopoly.
1: And then you're if talking you about the mega game. You're talking about the mega game.
0: Is that the mega game? I don't know. Yeah. But if you win Monopoly, then there's gonna be risk. And if you win risk, you get to go play clue. And if you win clue, you end up at the final table at the end of the weekend. And it sounds like some kind of uh, serial Kill. I mean, serial game that just kind of. Came oh, my apologies. Sorry,
1: it's not. It's not the Mega Game. It's What's called? It called? A, it's called Omega Thon. What right, the so, fuck is that? Or okay, Omega do you is. Remember
0: anything from when you
1: were there? Yeah, all right. So Omegathon is a really great, unique experience that they That's made. They this said, has been yep. this has been around since like PAX, the first PAX. Okay. Randomly, randomly exhibitors, vendors, uh. Uh, what? uh guests or or attendees randomly, I think like twenty get optioned to go into a megathon. And you say, Yeah, I want in on a megathon. What? And it is yeah, it is a it is a weekend long tournament with multiple games. Like I was thinking, you're yeah. gonna play yeah. Monopoly, yeah. you're gonna and play Wish. the games are you're gonna right? play and I'm yeah. just picking yeah. games we yeah, all know. totally. It's like, oh man, can you beat old Qbert? Right? Like yeah. all that stuff, right? And it's like random games you don't know going in. And um and then at the end during the big show with Tycho and Gabe yeah. is all right, we're gonna conclude Omegathon oh. and like the like top player or top three or whatever have one final, who's the winner? Task. Do they win Omegathon? All that oh kind my stuff. god. It is amazing. And when you go to register, you say whether or not you're interested in Omegathon, right? There's like a checkbox to say, Yes, I'm I in. want this or no I don't. Yeah, totally, totally. It's a it's a it's a beautifully unique experience that this one thing I'll give them is that they have really done a lot of work to make the experience of PAX special and wonderful for yeah. the attendees. Like they really put a lot of care into that stuff. Um and it's oh, obviously I'm at PAX South and people are
0: telling me about it yeah. that I'm hanging out talking with. Yeah. And I'm like what are you talking about? And they're trying yeah. to explain it to me. And as soon as you said 20 people are picked, I went, you're yep. right. Yep. They did say it was a random selection. Right. And you chose whether you want to continue playing in the tournament. Yes. And now that I, I reflect on it, it sounded like the oddest gosh darn thing <laughs> I'd ever heard of. I was like, I'll be dipped. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, totally, and dude. It sound weird to me.
1: Yeah, and they have so many—they have so many cool things that they're doing there. Um, They were one of the first places that I knew of that did like an AFK room where you go and just have a quiet space. Oh, really? Yeah. If you're you're, like overstimulated and all that kind of stuff, you need like you need like cool down time. They have quiet rooms, multiple quiet rooms for you to just chill. Um, And they also do the pin trading thing, like you know Disney pin trading, but like PAX pin trading. So if you want to like really get into some new pin stuff, you can like make sure you get all the pins from this packs and all the other. Oh, packs
0: here, 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 here. So I have pins from many events. Should I bring those or is it? No, it's kind of it's a PAX. Thing. It's
1: PAX. Pins. Okay.
0: So yeah. my pins from Gen Con, my pins from origins, my pins from here, my pins from there. Yeah. Your Disney People pins. People are looking to do Disney pin trading.
1: Yeah. There's probably, there probably is a Disney pin trading scene there, but the yeah. big, the, the local pin trading is, is it's all packs It's okay. packs pins. Yeah. Just
0: check. Yep. Just check.
1: Yep. Yeah, totally.
0: Um,
1: and they do the uh you know how in like board game uh, board game geek con you talked about how like there's a go check out a board game and like you have the little flags for like I need a helper yeah. or I need more players. They do the same thing. <gasps> they do the Are same thing. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, they do the same thing. It's really good, dude. It's really good. It's well run. Like you just okay. show up again, your badge gets you access to everything. He's like, I wanna I wanna try out a game and they're like you should try a game. That's exactly what
0: um, BGG con you would go to the library and yeah. you would check out the game, yeah, and you would take it into the hall yeah. and you would play with your friends and other
1: people, yeah. Totally. And it was really interesting. Did they have that same kind of? Yeah, theme? they had the exact same vibe, the exact same vibe. Wow. with the with the hey, I want more players. You can gather up some more players to go play a game with you. Now that's for games that exist, okay, that yeah. are purchasable at stores or have right. been purchased at stores. Yeah, there's another the library, like a trading game yeah. library. so there's another one called First Look.
0: Oh, I love these. Oh, oh well,
1: nope, nope. It's different. Go on. I already, already what know where is. you think you're going. And it's where not. I'm going. Let's yeah. see where you think so this is, is going. First look is when a game company wants to debut their game. Not, not Proto Alley. Yeah, I'm thinking Proto Indie Alley. They have Proto Alley. They have Proto Alley, but they also have First Look. And so, First Look is this game is emerging onto the market and they want to they want to have a special place at pax where you get to go and play the game not as a little five minute demo at the booth which is probably also available but no sit down with a member of the company and have them walk you through the first look at a game that is debuting at pax like they again put a lot of effort into making the experience great kind of like wingspan you could
0: have maybe, yes. Winspan's a tabletop game, we all know Oh, that.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And so this could have been something they did. I'm not saying they did it. Right. But they could have come to PAX Unplugged and said, yep. we haven't put this out to the stores yet, but right. we're 95% done. Yep. And let's play it. Yep. That's different than Proto Alley, Indie Alley, which right. is, I have a game, I've thrown together, I don't know if this works or not. Let's see what happens.
1: Right. Yeah, so Proto Alley is still there as well. You just yeah. wait in the line, and they'll just put you into a game. Uh, Proto Alley, like you say, is a game that is unfinished or right. is mostly finished, and they have we'll like we'll yeah, rules, rules on note cards kind of thing, yeah. right? Um, and you kind of play through what the game could feel like, but without all the pieces are done, right? But First Look, you're playing with a finished game. Wow. Um, now, here's the crazy thing about First Look. You get one as the developer. You get one packs to be your first look packs, <gasps> and that was one of the things that was a knock on Pack South is that it wasn't getting a lot of first look love because all that. I don't remember PAX any West.
0: first look there. I don't remember right. any first look when I right. went there.
1: Right. So packs West and East get a ton of first look for all kinds of video games, and Packs Unplugged is getting first look love for tabletop games. Uh. yeah. So like when um, Artal Saurian released Cyberpunk Red, right. they had first look access
0: okay now hold first on here so let's say on Sorian. they have Witcher they have yep. Cyberpunk yep they did first look for Cyberpunk let's right. say come out they come up with a new game called uh Taruk uh caveman series totally. can they go back to pax unplug and do their first look there or yes because it's a they new game. did it once as a company okay yeah, only yeah, once yeah, as a game
1: okay yeah one once per games but you only yeah. get one packs so you gotta pick which pack oh, you're gonna do your first look
0: oh I caught up to you
1: yeah, I was a yeah. little confused. Yeah, I, so you can't do you're first think. look. No two one's years going to row.
0: pack south because it's in San Antonio, which is kind of like the armpit of Texas. And <laughs> no one, I'm sorry, Zorn. I hope you're not listening. He is, I know you know I mean, he is. You I know he loves the yeah. show.
1: And you just, you just, you just made a mind to his Cheerios. It's, he's gonna go, scary. he's gonna go, he's gonna stop listening, he's gonna turn on. The last time the Spurs won a game, he's I mean, listen to that game all the I over mean, again.
0: seriously, we, we all saw the show with. Um, oh, it was a 1980s show about the Atari
1: 7800. I'm not. I'm going to say that we haven't all seen that show. You, you
0: can't it? even remember the name. Um, you can't um, even remember the name. Danny, not Danny Glover. Um, <laughs> what? Um, San Antonio movies, <laughs> 1980s Atari. Let's see what comes up. I'm gonna google cloak and dagger. So coke and dagger was a movie from 1984 based on a cartridge from the Atari 7800 system.
1: This is such a long walk for this by the way.
0: There was another San Antonio San Antonio River Walk. why are we talking about San Antonio? River (laughs) Walk. And there was a movie with Sandra Bullock. Uh Uh-huh and Miss Congeniality. I don't know where that came from, but as Why? we're talking about San Antonio and the Riverwalk and it being smelly, there are some good movies that came out of that area. Oh, um Dagger and Miss Congeniality. Gotta give it to them. <sighs> Go San Antonio. <laughs> Woo! Yahoo! San Antonio, um, back to Pax and Yes, please. <laughs> yeah
1: we can cut all that don't worry oh my god that's no, so good it's so um, good. um okay oh.
0: so that covered a lot of the areas that were happening there yeah so dude the, i want to buy shit oh i'm sorry you have something else so to add there i want to talk I about do,
1: buying shit i do have like one other thing to mention um yeah. so there are a lot of tournaments that happen at pax and some of those tournaments cost money
0: oh like magic if you're joining into a magic
1: yeah so you
0: don't just walk in with your badge oh, Right. If you're doing a draft, bro, right. you got to pay for a draft.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. So I just want to say their rule is you can't charge for the event unless there are costs for you to yeah. run the event beyond like people, people. being there. Like I said, yeah. yeah, it has to be like, no, I'm giving them something and they're going to get to walk away with that thing. I get like to charge yeah, yeah, like a draft.
0: Yeah, yeah we're exactly. all getting to pick cards yeah. um any warhammer or any of that up there any, totally uh, mini oh, yeah. games oh, like yeah. tabletop big
1: minis big times big time. yes did the uh, pods show up no i don't think that the pods show up to packs Ooh. yeah it's a little outside of the support range for oh, just the various to, virtual reality pod communities rich
0: we just talked about the pods uh, yes that's right that's right that's
1: right um. Yeah, so they have they have those things. So I just wanted to mention that, that like earlier when I said everything is free, it's not everything is free, but most all things are free.
0: Mm-hmm. When I was at Pac South, there really wasn't... Uh, they did have some magic going on.
1: Right. But
0: I didn't enter a tournament, but they had magic people giving out. Oh, I yeah. I mean, like totally. you're walking around, okay, let's go to buying ch-. This is the segues to buying ch- Oh, yeah. Because... The reason I got free magic cards is that I was in the buying shit area. Yeah. And the magic people were just handing shit out. They weren't selling it. They were just right. giving you stuff. Right. Well, how right. is the buying shit scene? When so I was at PAX the, South, it was like you could buy controllers, yeah. you could buy a game, you could the, buy the, this, you could buy that. I don't know what's there.
1: The dealer hall here is pretty tabletop centric, right? It's oh, almost there's almost right. no video games yeah. present. Um, but it is a really good scene. Um, the dealer hall, at least in years past, has been in the same room as the first look area and the oh, checkout board makes game sense. area. That and, makes all sense. That stuff. and so it is a part of a vast hall. That right
0: Matches packs up. Everything yeah. was kind of together,
1: right. and the the walkability of it is really great. Yeah. They keep all the booths nice and wide apart. so like literally, you and your group of friends can walk comfort- comfortably 100%. past another group of 100%. friends. 100%. Right. Very That's how I felt
0: at Pexel.
1: Very open. Um, all the dealers that I like are present, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so there's a bunch of vendors that are, that are there. There's a bunch of people always debuting games and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a really good scene. Um, plenty of area for demos and all of that good stuff. And they have some very small vendors, you know? Showing up, they have some big vendors showing up, okay, and they, so they do a good job I'm, having, you know, a wide range of, of vendors there.
0: I'm going to test your memory. From the yeah. last time you went, you know, we had COVID. Memories are yeah. fucked. Times yeah. all relative now. Um, when it comes to the idea of, you know, I love ad I love old school shit. Do they have the old school shit
1: sellers, or is pretty much everything current? Oh, really good question. So you they know have what I mean like, like, that? like yeah the, the yeah yeah so-
0: code. That just so, has everything that's discontinued, like X Files card game. Who yeah. the hell is buying that? But they got it there. You, you know,
1: want to buy it? They don't have troll. And T- they don't have the like. Okay. Hardcore old school selling. Now they do have like one or two game stores that are present to sell. Yeah, but book. they're
0: not there to do the old school stuff. They're not. Or, yeah, it's yeah. not the quite the same thing.
1: Yeah, I will say the pack scene, right? Like the age group is smooth, like. 10 to 15 years younger than the Gen Con scene. So Gen Con, it makes a lot of sense for the, like the... Dude, like I the, think they're
0: younger than 10 to 15. I mean, I'm t- 50 10 to 15. something years
1: old, right? Right.
0: I bet the average person who goes to PAX Unplugged is in their late 20s, 30s.
1: I, you know, there's going to be some 40-year-olds too. Because like I, mm-hmm. I came up with Penny Arcade. Like, okay. When I went into high school, Penny Arcade launched. Okay. Did not so, realize. like, they have, they have, they have forty-year-olds there. Okay. <laughs> I, I 40 year
0: olds. or is this the thing that you don't want to admit you're old, so you're like, I'm the bro. I'm cool,
1: bro. It's it's also true that their pricing scheme caters yeah. towards a younger crowd because it's a like you pay the ticket once and you get access to all the rides, yeah, right? True. Whereas like Gen Con kind of caters to an older crowd because you have to pay for every event, and that yeah. that can be cost prohibitive, right? Um, now. The, the, but it does mean that like the like old school i'm showing you artifacts from the ages gone by mm-hmm. like that vendor their demographic they're is as there. present yeah, at PAX. and pax is straight up a smaller con right like a gen yeah. con is seventy thousand people it's pretty easy to find somebody who's going to buy your thing
0: oh that's 70, a really great people.
1: question PAX is, is the like average attendance i don't know man it's probably like five seven seven <gasps> thousand.
0: You it's know, it's really fun. funny. I was on the airport. I was on the airplane back from Vegas this week, and yeah. uh, ReaperCon is happening this weekend. Oh, um, you remember ReaperCon? You went to that, yeah. bro. Yeah. Um, and they have two to twenty five hundred people now.
1: I you know was what? like,
0: "What the fuck?" You know, well, what? last time I went to ReaperCon, it was I'm, twenty people. It was like I'm, fifty people, maybe.
1: You know what? I'm. <sighs> Am I wrong? I just googled it. It said 30,000 people. But is that like PAX Unplugged? Or is that like one of the other PAXs? No, that might be
0: PAX. I mean, dude, I just got back from Vegas. I was coming back, not because of a game scene, but an industry scene. Yeah. And we had 20 to 30 people there, 20 to 30 K. And okay. it was and it was not packed. It okay. was not Gen Con. Okay. is all I can say. Okay. Yeah, so so 30,000 people there I'm and sorry. it was not Gencon.
1: All right, my apologies. My apologies folks. Yeah. It, it is it is a 30ish k. Con. My 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 sincere Yeah, I is.
0: mean that's where I was. It like, doesn't you know what? You know what's Rubicon's wild. going to get like 2,000 people this year. Maybe 2,500. Know
1: is it didn't feel like 30k. That's that's okay. that's a that's a marker on them. Like it doesn't yeah. cuz like yo, Gencon feels packed, right? Yes. Whereas Pax does not feel packed. So I thought, oh, this is easily less than 10,000 people here. Because it doesn't feel packed. Yeah, But they're just really good at like spreading everybody out. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's a really good con. Um, they, in the past, have been super solid on the masking and vaccine and all that kind of stuff. I assume yeah. the vaccine is still going to be required. I don't know about ma- masks this year. Um, I need to double check their health. Dude, problem.
0: probably not. My last work convention that I just went to, like literally... Yeah. I just flew in Thursday back from it. Right. Um, they asked everybody to take a negative test before they came. But seriously, bro, when I did it, I did it for real because you know how I am. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna take the nasal swab. I'm gonna run the test. I'm gonna take the photo. Right. When I got done, and I was like, I could have just looked up negative COVID test online and <laughs> taken a picture
1: and just sent of the in a-
0: picture of a picture. And send it in and they would have been like, boom, you're in, come to the con. So, I that's, mean, that's there, so there is some, so you bad. have to carry your own
1: weight. There's, at some point, there's some social contract stuff in here, right. right? Where it's like, social you got to you, you be good to your people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and to be so honest good. with everyone, um, I, I met people from Germany. I met people from South Africa. I met people from Europe. I met people from England. On my way home, I wore a KN95 on the plane. Not because yeah. I was worried about them, but I didn't want really to give anybody else my.
1: Right, shit. right, right. So right, if right.
0: I came home with it, I didn't want to infect that entire plane. Yeah. So um, the eight people that listen, please take that into consideration. You know, David yep. always hates when I say eight people listen because they're all more than eight. But like, guess what? I love you all, and you all are just my eight. <laughs> I love you all. You'll, every one of you are just my eight. So we can have hundreds of people listening, but it's just. It's just, it's just, it's just Um, so those are kind of my questions about PAX Unplugged. What else do you have to? I think we covered a really good range. What do you got there, Mr. Dave?
1: Yeah, so I would say the um, gosh, the other piece about PAX is like because it's kind of spread out, be prepared to walk. All right, um, the convention center is pretty big, um, and it's it's like long, right? It's not like a big square, it's like a big rectangle, right? So you're gonna be you're gonna be walking kind of a lot. Um, and the other thing I would say is, you know, there are a lot of people who PAX is their like first convention, um, and they're very excited. Right. And so I would say like, just, just enjoy the vibe, right. Cause the vibe is so good. The, the one kind of wrinkle to that, I think, is like one of their selling features, which sometimes is a knock against them. And that's the enforcers.
0: Oh, I've heard about this.
1: Yeah. I've heard about this. Go so, into this. So, all right. So at, at Gen Con, the people who are working there just wear staff shirts or vests. And they're just. I, I na- hate
0: the word enforcer. Just Right.
1: Learn. Yeah. So, like, they did this whole thing. This is OG packs where it's like, oh, we don't have just staff all of our staff are enforcers. And the idea was that they're here to like, you know, help you out because they are staff, but also have a cool name. So one, they feel cool, but also you feel like maybe they're helping more in a security way. They're not security like security wears security enforcer is just like a staff member in a shirt, but like some people at some cons in the enforcer community get kind of into the word enforcer and they like wear extra stuff that like makes them feel cool. And like, that's not the vibe. Like that's not great. So yeah. So like, I hate
0: to even dig into this anymore, Dave, because it is, I, I know what you're going at. Right. Yeah. I know where you're at and I know where I'm at. Right. Right. I know where we're at. Right. And it is like, seriously wrong.
1: Yeah, just treat them like staff, folks. Just treat them like staff.
0: treat them like staff. I I need to be careful because I'm about to go off on a tirade. And because, yeah, dude, enforcer, that's such a...
1: That's like a judge dread. Yes.
0: (laughs) You know, we talk about de-escalation. And we talk about treating everyone with humanity, treating everyone with respect. And the word enforcer doesn't make me feel that way. So you know what? I might submit to PACs. In my little email, I might send them an email and go, bros, I think we've gone beyond that word. I think we've, I think we've grown." Yeah. And if, and if the eight people that are listening, <laughs> if you could also email and say that word really doesn't encapsulate what you're trying to get across, unless they want people that just tase us and hit us with bats. Damn. then, the, but that's not what they want. Trust that's me, not, that's not, not what that. they want. But the word enforcer brings home different connotations. Yeah. So I'm going to get off my soapbox. Sorry, everyone. Feel free to cut that.
1: No, you're good. good. I just went on a soapbox. No, it's good. So yeah, this is like, uh, they are super helpful. They are super nice. I know, but the word is shitty. Right. Yeah. All right. So I, that's that's the one thing. Um, the other thing, just just to kind of say it about Philadelphia. If you never get to go to Philadelphia ever again, Philly is a city with a lot of really good history. So if you can give yourself like one more day to do some tourist shit, do it. Okay, I go go look go look at the Liberty Bell. Go look at oh. this the the Declaration of Independence. Jeez. Go look at the places where if you can get out to Valley Forge, get out to Valley Forge. Wow. Because there is so much that That's happened great. in and around Philly. And if it's your one and only time to ever go to the city because of Packs Unplugged, just give yourself a day to go and see some of the cool shit around Philly. Because it is, it, it really is kind of cool. I, you know, like, coming from Texas, I had Texas pride, you know, and, like, that whole thing. Stop, um,
0: Everything you need in life is in Texas, going.
1: but going. But, like, yo, this is the place where, like, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Keystone State its the thing that held the the arch together for the first 13 colonies, you know, when they when they went to be independent. Like, there's just so much of that here. Like, gosh, you you can walk down the oldest, the oldest inhabited street in America is here in Philadelphia. What? The oldest inhabited street. Sorry. Inhabited by folks who colonized (laughs) street in Philadelphia. Um, You can walk. By you tour the the lady who made the first American flag, you can tour her house. All this little area, there's all this cool stuff in and around Philly. Um, That's just it's just really good, like where William Penn signed the first the first treaty with the Lenape Indians is here in wow. Philly. You know, so like there's just a lot of cool stuff in and around here that is like worth seeing, worth understanding. Um, And if you give yourself a day to do it, I, w- I would recommend it.
0: Very good point. I never even thought about the history that was happening um, within that environment on just coming to a gaming convention. Never thought about it at all. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, is would that be would that be Betsy Ross that we're talking about? Betsy Ross. That's right.
1: Okay. Just thank trying. you. Thank, just you thank you.
0: Thank you. I uh, um, I forgot
1: her name. <laughs> I'm bad at that. So
0: we're way ahead of time, in the sense of this is going to get released before December. Right. So if people, maybe this drops in October. I don't know. Yep. So if people decide they want to come, are, are we going to do an HSC meetup? Absolutely. I
1: mean, we have so yeah. many of us there. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You're already reading Yeah. Absolutely. We have I think so we're going to so do a meetup, meetup there. like probably Friday night is when I we should it. do the meetup. And okay. um, there's a ton of places down, you know, in Center City. There's oh, it tons sounds of places. awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's so many options. Um, we just got to pick one. All right. Friday the 2nd. Yep.
0: I'm just committing to it, David. Yeah. Totally. I'm committing Friday the second. We're having an HSC meetup. Yes. And we're all gonna hang out, drink beers. Um. And God, I wish I could bring the whiskey.
1: I, for Gen I mean, you can bring a whiskey. I, I will also have whiskey. I, so I
0: might pour the whiskey I got from GenCon into a little flask.
1: <laughs> oh, there you and go. And I'll share it. There you go. There, there, you,
0: go. there okay. you go. Okay, dude. That's all I got. You crack okay. me up on questions for Pax Unplugged. What else do you have?
1: Yeah, no, I would say um that is that probably handles everything I can think of that is the most important to say about this place. Um, folks, if you have questions, of course let us know. Right oh do you have different ideas?
0: Comment yeah. and like below. Yes, of um course. Of course. send those in because we are not beyond revamping a discussion. And providing new ideas. So Absolutely. if you have some thoughts, throw them out. Dave, you, David, you've been twice to Pax Some yep Yep. I've been I to PAX and... South one time. So we are definitely not the PAX historians.
1: Right. No. Yeah. No, not even a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's a really good scene. It feels so interesting. And it's a it's it's not like the other gaming conventions in a very no. good way. As well. Couldn't tell you more. Yeah. All right, folks. Everybody at home, thanks a ton for listening. We've had such a such a fun time uh, talking about this, and I hope that you had a great time listening. Um, as always, have fun and play well.
0: May all your roles be quits.
1: Yeah! There we go. Thanks for listening. If you like our style, please subscribe or rate like the podcast within your app it helps fellow listeners find us we really appreciate it so thank you to join the community you can find us on twitter and discord facebook twitch youtube all under the name high shelf gaming super easy to get connected and join the fun this episode is copyrighted by high shelf gaming llc and is not cleared for broadcast or syndication without written approval the music was provided by Lil little funky on youtube and our web presence is managed by amy nelson take care friends